This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Okay, I'm putting your card right Hello, here for accountability. I'm not using it. in for Mike Lindell at the news desk, but we're about to go to Mike Lindell, who is tonight in Ohio. He has had a busy day. He started out his morning in Atlanta, Georgia, delivering some 40,000 documents, including affidavits, to the state capitol, and they were taken to the governor's office. And we have footage of that that we'll be playing for you in tonight's broadcast. He's also joined by Emerald Robinson, who is now officially part of the Lindell TV team, and we're thankful to have her with us. She was broadcasting and reporting from the state capitol and then went over to Ohio with Mike, where they both spoke to what is said to be a packed house of around 5,000 people at a freedom rally. And they join us now tonight from Ohio for the Lindell Report. Mike and Emerald, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Brandon. Yes, Thanks, it's Brandon. been quite a day, and everybody... Um, uh, you see, I'm going to let her do the hold the mic because oh, that's such, that's what she does. She's, we are so grateful to have Emerald Robinson came over. How did we get Emerald? Because Newsmax over there, remember the mainstream media, Fox and Newsmax, conservative media. If you say something wrong, they might not want you over there. Well, we welcome her at Lindell TV to have. She's going to have her own show coming up very soon. What in a couple of weeks, maybe? Yeah, probably in a couple of weeks. We'll keep you posted on that launch day. Yeah. And, and why don't you say a little bit of what? What got you here about, you know, like you did it, you know, we just heard you talk, but I mean, no, that's awesome. Well, uh, what got me here is saying all the wrong things to, you know, to the wrong people. So it feels, it feels good to be somewhere where I can tell the truth that I can share my in-depth reporting without limitations. And her show's called, get this, Absolute Truth. Brandon, do you hear that? I like that. That, that sounds, that'll, it sounds that'll catchy. Some of those in the... Right, right. Absolute truth. And they, uh, you better, she, she'll be competition for you, Brandon. It's the top <laughs> spot here on, on uh, Lindell TV. I thought we were oh, a I, team. I what do you mean competition? You know, <laughs> it sounds like to me, Brandon and Mike could use a break. And after having spent my first day with Mr. Lindell... <laughs> I'm thinking Brandon's probably just fine with giving, <laughs> giving me some time because that means he gets some time. Well, Brandon, when he just when he prepares this, how long does it take you to prepare your great news show, Brandon? That, well, that's that's five of us working 17 man hours a day. Yeah, that's just amazing. You know, he's, he's got a news show, everybody. That's right after this show here at uh, seven o'clock Central Time. But uh, yeah, we do need a break. You see what's the like, my. My life, like, to, like today, I'll be dropping off everybody back where they all live, and I'll be flying on to do a speech tomorrow in Dallas, or no, in the Woodlands in, uh, in uh, Texas. And uh, there should be about five or 6,000 people there. It's a church. I get to go back and get my, um, I love doing uh, speaking events. Mm -hmm. uh, like we're right here in Ohio, I said out there, I used to come to Ohio because the addiction here, they were always in the top, like, mm -hmm. three or four for, for opioids and uh, um, cocaine and meth and and uh, yeah. they were just it was just getting better and then all this garbage happens with our country and right. people that's why I told them out there I gave them a message of hope don't lose hope because we're in the greatest time ever things are going to get better and better and better and and that that's what's sad about not being on it's not just I want to tell you about this everybody uh, and Brandon you can attest to this at Frank's speech and Lindell TV it's not so much um, you know, you hearing hearing uh, all this bad stuff that Biden's doing in the administration mm -hmm. and all that. You get to hear that. Just go, just watch Fox. I mean, you can hear all that, the bad stuff. I know, but you get to overhear the hope, and that's what's missing at these other outlets. You don't get to hear the hope. Whether that hope is election crimes to fix them and that we have all everything there, all the evidence, or whether that's saying, hey, um, I'm not taking the vaccine. If you want to take it, good for you, special, okay, good for you. Or whether that's therapeutics that work or anything and are telling about the truckers. You know, the truckers, yeah. Emerald, those truckers, 
I mean, to me, that's the turning point. We're going to look back someday and say that's one of the biggest turning points yeah. in history because they, I don't, and, and to come they, out of all. They did, but far more for Americans than the Republicans have in regards oh, to uh, vaccine uh, mandates uh, and mask mandates yeah. because they scared Democrats in this country very much. Yeah. And so they knew right. that if it was happening in Canada, they could be the next Justin Trudeau. And ahead of the 2020 midterms, we're seeing them take back take, some take of these back restrictions. Their mandates. So, and, Truckers. And that, that, you know, and that turning point, too, is it's almost you couldn't have orchestrated it. I don't know any other industry that could have done that other than the truckers because, Mm. you know, you know, they said, well, it's hard to move and whatever and all this stuff. But it's not this that 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 they were going to do this anyway. I want everyone to know this, what they were going to do when they went to shut down the borders and stuff. And when they blocked the bridges up there that I was at by Detroit, well, does everyone realize this, that that was the plan to cripple the trucking industry was Trudeau's plan anyway? If you put this in and you lose 20 or 25 percent of your trucker, that industry is already crippled. They can't, you know, with everything that's yeah. going on. And what does that do? The inflation, it's going to be like you've never seen in history. And we're seeing the same kind of moves from the Biden administration, which they just announced this week. Right. Talking about more measures as convoys organize in California yeah, yeah. that is only yeah. going to exacerbate right. their anger right. right now. But I, I do want to speak to something that you said, Mike, because I do think it's very important. And coming out of that kind of corporate media world, you're right about people needing to hear hope. And, you know, I'll just say my mother-in-law tells me that all the time. She's like, it just feels so, everything feels like there's so much despair. And what I love about being, you know, in in frank speech and in talking to other independent journalists and meeting people here who are in journalism and grassroots efforts is that there's more of a focus on the grassroots effort that a lot of people are, what's going on in localities and in local government, how much people are getting involved, and that corporate media does not fill our important stories. That's not big enough news for them to cover because it's not sensational enough. The other news network isn't covering it. Well, that's, you know, and that's a huge point. It goes back to when things, when we started noticing this, I brought it up in my speech today, was like here's the one of the biggest things that should have been ever was, was uh, this uh, news hour, or there was this conference and uh, evidence thing that ten hours of evidence in in Arizona and the only outlet there to cover it I believe was RSBN TV. What I mean, where was the rest of the world? You got the evidence. And everyone's going, we just had this criminal election, and they and we don't even have the media covered. It was weird, you know. It's weird. Well, here's something I can tell you, Mike, from being in the media, is that most reporters, they talk about a reporter's reporter. Well, really, most reporters, most media are really just reporting to each other, right? They don't really even care what they're reporting right, to the American people. Right, right. They're, they're appealing to their audience of themselves. Right. So that's why they so enjoyed me spoofing the Daily Beast. Uh, <laughs> And Brandon, why don't we, when we just talked about the uh, the grassroots there, I want to talk about Cause of America that we have you guys set up at Frank Speed that reaches out. And one of the things we found out about was this great thing going on in Georgia today where they were, we about a week ago or two weeks ago, I heard that they had tried to get these affidavits, these things, all these things signed to decertify and all these other things. Um, and they had tried, what, eight times? Eight times, they eight said, Eight times, yes. and they weren't getting a response. So we printed out the paper, Brandon. I, got, I go, you know what? I'll, I'll print, let's print out the paper, and we'll bring them hard copies. So we printed out forty-five or 50,000 hard copies, Brandon. Do you have some of that footage from this morning? We do. We absolutely do. Uh, we, in fact, we have footage of you guys having it arrive. And then we have footage of it going actually to the governor's office. Let's start with the footage I think you guys have of Emerald there broadcasting as the caravan arrives. Let's go to that footage. Oh, I guess they're saying in the control room they need just one second. By the way, we will have a, we have a lot of footage at frankspeech.com. We have it already cut up into multiple parts. So if you go to frankspeech.com, you'll be able to see all of the programming that we did today in its entirety, which includes Mike going across the street and speaking to a group of uh, citizen candidates. Uh, in fact, Emerald, you were telling us that they're working on a bill in the in the state house there that would stop local citizen candidates from being able to campaign until the legislature's out of session. So apparently the legislature is so afraid of citizen candidates, they want to make sure that they can't be out there speaking. <laughs> wow. 
No, they absolutely are. It, it speaks to what we're seeing across uh, not just politics and local uh, state legislatures, but in the media, right? They're trying to shut down anyone that they're afraid of because it's really a grassroots movement that is appealing to uh, the average voter. There's more of what we would call a populist movement, the grassroots movement. And I think that the fact that the Georgia state legislature is trying to do this is very telling. And we have seen people get so activated uh, in Georgia over the last year. I, I immediately after the election as a reporter, my, you know, people can write in, they can, they find you, they send you tips. Just from Georgia alone, I could have worked every day, right. all day, from the tips that were being sent to me right. and people reaching out trying to tell me what they saw and what right. is happening in Georgia. And I spent a lot of time in Georgia in the past. I had no idea. Well, and here's another thing that I just found out in Georgia. Remember, our biggest uh, number one criminal of the decade, Brad Rassenberger, could be, I mean, he's up there in the top of my list. Uh, and, uh, but we find out, as Brandon, as we're sitting, waiting for the boxes to go through the, uh, uh, the security, this guy tells me, he goes, and I was telling him all, I said, we're going to go county by county because the commissioners decide whether to use machines or not. And you know what he said, Brandon? He goes, what? oh, no, in Georgia, Brad's, he said, oh, no, Georgia, Brad's took care of that. He's made it so the commissioners don't have a say-so. It's only Brad. Oh, wow. And now another guy came up and he gave me, another guy gave me an envelope and said what he did is illegal. It's actually in my coat. I got to go through it. He said, you need this. I knew, you know, you need to know what Brad's trying to do down here in Georgia. If he does that, just think of this. Then you have one guy that elects everyone in Georgia, and that's Brad Rassenberger, because he decides if you have machines or not, which decide our election. It's, it reminds me of what they just did in Texas, and we all know that, took away um, Ken Paxson's, the attorney general's, right to prosecute what? What crime? A election crime. That is bizarre. It's like having a policeman, your top policeman, your chief of police going, okay, we're not going to let you do anything. You can do anything you want, but you can't prosecute murder. You yep. know? Here, I mean, we've that's got that bizarre. Footage. You, or you can't get a murder. We've got that footage queued up. This is where Emerald and Mike begin to walk in with the banker boxes, with the volunteers there and the, and the citizens that were involved in this into the state capitol. Here we go. This was, this was just this morning. Watch this. Thousand affidavits, signed affidavits from people who said they so witnessed or have some idea about, about, uh, about the election fraud of 3 November. This is the type of... Uh, this is going a little bit Sololinsky on you. Hey, this is getting in guys' girls when they blow you off, and they, what they're doing is blowing people off. They're blowing people off. Here we go. There we are, right there. We're going in there. Go. They got them. Mike Lindell. Oh, you can see they're stacking them here. Okay, here we inside. go. Can we talk to the senior official in, on the? Can Kemp come down? Ask if Governor Kemp can come down and and, and have a meet and greet. Let's have him come down and have a few handshakes. Oh, right like, there in the like, lobby, yeah, Georgia State Capitol. Yes, sir. I, I think, rumor has it, rumor has it he's not coming, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> well, Mike, hold it, so Mike. Mike, you're large. You're, just, you're, just so everybody sees. Just so you it. see, they are he, accepting him there. They are here. So we have the, the whole United States is watching. They are getting delivered right there. So that we will have, um, we will have, here, let me, here, can we bring a box over here? Just see here. I think he's going to open can a box for you, Steve. So, Perfect. Yeah, so here, hey, you guys, so, so I just opened up a box here just so you know what we got here. So these, uh, this is a notice to demand to decertify election results. And um, wow. so a lot of these are these, but we have 14. Remember, we have four, all these signatures. We have, what, what is there? Is there over 40,000, right? There's over 40,000. And this is just the beginning. Um, they, uh, but they spent, you know, they wanted to. All right. Welcome back from that. That was this morning on The War Room with Steve Bannon. Uh, and we also have footage, Mike, of them actually, Logan, you can let me know when it's ready, but we have footage that was actually taken by one of, one of our of the producers that works with uh, Emerald who follow, followed the boxes up to the governor's office. And I think we have like three That's clips right. of that. Pr producer Brianna went on, a, she went on a mission to making sure she got the footage and she also, you know, made sure it got into some legal hands. <laughs>
She was worried that Kemp might have, you know, might have had her hauled off the premises, but she made it up and down with no problem. Here we go. Here, She's here, safe. Here's some of that footage. I've not seen this. We're all seeing this for the first time as far as the, of us in the control room and everything. This is brand new footage that was just this morning. We have not aired this yet, so this is new to the Lindell audience. Can you show it to me? Yeah. Duncan? Jeff? I didn't think that was right. Perfect, thank you. So it's addressed to Kemp. Addressed to every single person in this building. So this is where it belongs. All senators, all representatives are being served as a notice. Yep, Brian Kemp right there. Okay. And here they are in Kemp's office. Thank you, Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for accommodating our field. Absolutely. After work, work. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, I've been live on Facebook. And I, I, I have it videoed. Like um, and I explained to them that while well, I may have other names no, on No, I understand. I just want to make sure they're good. There was no way for us to leave boxes in the hallway because we knew that they'd get thrown away. I'm just trying to make sure they get to their address. I just want to make sure that was okay. Okay, so again, per the coordinator, um, who had called earlier, rather than leave them in the hallway where they were thrown away, they realized that we delivered them to Brian's office, even though they're addressed to other people, and then you guys can shovel them to the other three offices upstairs when there's somebody up there. Because we were told by the officers you can't leave them in the hall. Well, why aren't you the other Miller to uh, Jones and um, the other one that there are anybody that it's addressed to is who they want us to deliver the boxes to but nobody's well, up on the third floor. Mike were you shocked that you were able to get into the Capitol that they would they would accept those boxes into the building much less all the way to the governor's office? Is Mike hearing us? It does look he's frozen. All right, we're going to reconnect. We are broadcasting tonight with Mike Lindell and Emerald Robinson, who are in Atlanta. They are, excuse me, in Ohio. They were in Atlanta this morning, as you saw that footage. They then flew over with the team and a cameraman we have embedded with them to Ohio, where Mike spoke and then Emerald spoke to what is reported to have been a crowd of about 5,000 people at a Freedom Rally. And now, of course, they're joining us from the green room on location at the conference location. And so we'll we're going to go to commercial, though, come back, and uh, we'll ask that question of Mike Lindell again. You're watching the Lindell Report here on Lindell TV. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four-layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor-outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. All right, we're back. We've made connection again with Mike Lindell and Emerald Johnson. Uh, Emerald Robinson, excuse me. This is, of course, the Lindell Report on Lindell TV. Mike, can you hear me? Hey, Brandon, yes, and while you were on break there, doing this, I was just asking Emerald, I said, do you have all the my pillow products? She goes, oh, I have the pillows and the sheets. I said, oh, there's way more. That's we're going to get you every product. You're going to have well, the slippers. You got, we got bathrobe slippers. We've got um, 
Uh, what else we got, Brandon? I got, Dog bed. Got well, bed according to my son, my five-year-old son says he wants the towels because according oh, to towels. Mike, they dry you faster. Yeah, yeah, tell that story. <laughs> uh, they, she was telling me. Uh, they, uh, so I was explaining to my five-year-old son that I had taken a new job and that he would probably know who I was working with. His name is Mike, and he does the my pillow. He said, oh, are we going to get the towels? I, because he says they dry you faster. So he, <laughs> he was so excited about it. Heart. And they do. It was remember, cute. Remember, as long as we're telling that, I want to say something about uh, like a product. We were talking about products. When you reverse engineer a product, you know, problem solution. And that's the way with anything. It's like, you know, people in government, you just look at here's a problem, here's a solution, and what will it manifest to? Well, let's just look at the towels. I'm going to do that quick example. I got tired. I go, towels, when I was growing up, it seemed like they worked, that they dried you. Now, it felt like now they feel lotiony, soft in the store. And all of a sudden, you feel, you know, they go to dry you, and you can't. They're all, you know. <laughs> and I go, well, what's the problem? Well, I found out the problem. I did my research. It actually goes back to a government deal in 2006. It was called GATT. It's a government deal overseas with Pakistan and China and all these other countries where they could import towels massively into the United States. So when all the towels came in, here they come, here come the towels. Well, the competition in the box stores was so intense that they started adding stuff to the towels, fabric softeners and other additives, so they'd feel good and soft, but you got them home and they didn't absorb. In the commercial, I go, I have a, um, a towel here from the store we bought, and I pour, I pour water in it and pour water in this one. This one absorbed. I said, you could line a swimming pool with this. And, you know, and you could. It's like I couldn't believe it. I started testing towels. They were like plastic. And I found out why. So our technology. And by the way, everybody, because um, they go, now your towels aren't made here. No, they're not. Why aren't they? Because all the U.S. cotton comes from here. But there's not technology in manufacturing technology in the U.S. yet. Just like my sheets can't be made here because there's no weavers or spinners left. We do everything I can do here. So now i got to ship the cotton over and make the towels and then ship it back. Our great president, Donald Trump, was bringing the manufacturing mm -hmm. back. And here's what happens. When you lose a company, is it old, old years ago, there was a story of a... I'll never forget the story this businessman told me. He said, you know, there was a, a, a snowmobile company that went that went moved overseas. Mm -hmm. And when they moved overseas and they left the U.S., you know who moved with them? The parts, the parts in there, the mm -hmm. ski manufacturer, <clears throat> the ones, the manufacturers that made the seats, the ones that made the shields. All you lost like ten or 20,000 employees over just one company. you think it was just that company. Mm -hmm. No, it was all the parts made to right. it. So when you start bringing manufacturing back like our president was, when you got up to December of 2019, it was so amazing. But And the companies were pouring back, you know, different parts. There's actually, <clears throat> I, have a, I have a thing up called mystore.com. You'll probably hear about that now. They right. go over here. Well, mystore.com is for U.S. entrepreneurs or... And, and or USA products. So it's, you, know, you might have a great entrepreneur here that came up with something, but you can't get the raw materials or you don't have the manufacturing mm -hmm. here yet. So we're doing this all for these entrepreneurs, this platform. And by the way, you can use that code L77 on mystore.com too and, and save up to 66% on all these great products of these entrepreneurs. That was one, by the way, that was one of the platforms that the Rotten Bank for Minnesota – Minnesota Bank and Trust and Heartland Financial canceled the other day. Uh, it's gone. Boom. They shut them down. They said, you know what? We don't want these entrepreneurs banking with us because we're Heartland Financial. Just had to throw that ad in there for them. Well, I actually <laughs> learned something new. I didn't know we could also blame China for bad towels. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can blame them for bad towels. These are the problems. You take a product, any product, and you go, <clears throat> it's like, you know, when you start, Reverse engineering what you want and don't think about too many companies think about the money and they start mm -hmm. trimming costs before they even invent the product. It solved the problems like my pillow when I did that. I'm going, okay, I want one. I first and foremost, one you could adjust because it's to your neck, so your height, mm -hmm. all about height. 
Then I thought, well, I want one that lasts, so I wanted to make it washable and dryable. And I thought, what is, you know, these different things that bother people? I'm, well, I'm going to give it a 10-year warranty. People said, don't do that. You don't have to do that. They'll just put a you know, one-year warranty. I said, I want them to last. I want people to only have to buy one, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just reverse engineered all these things. And then I came up with, okay, it was this much back then. It was like $69 it came out when pillows were like $20 or $5 then, mm -hmm. but it, was a, it wasn't just a pillow, you know, mm -hmm. and 65 million pillows later, my pillows later, and, uh, and that's why it, they, were, they weren't just selling because, because uh, we were on TV, they were selling because they worked, you know, and that's why, uh, um, Brandon, I don't know what the whole point of that was because I lost my track That's all right. What, what I was going to, what I asked you earlier when we were all frozen <laughs> up, what I asked you earlier when we were frozen up, you didn't hear was, were you shocked, Mike, that you were able to get those banker boxes and yourself into the building, much less that they went all the way to the governor's office? Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what, really? I was surprised right away because that, that road there was blocked off by big barriers, and the police came out. And they actually said, no, you can go ahead and come in here. And, you know, we told them what we're doing. And they wanted my, they wanted my picture. Two of them wanted my picture because they are, they go, we love what you're doing. We love what you're doing. These were the actual police, okay? And it was everywhere we went today. They were very, they're going, here, come here, come here. When we went inside, Brandon, I guess uh, we, I, I only had one scowly guy go by me, and guess what? It was a politician. Yeah. We so still, everyone remembers Mike, what he looks like. We don't know his name yet. Are you telling me, Mike, that there was a barricade that would have kept those three black SUVs from pulling up, but the police actually encouraged you and gave you permission to have those three black SUVs come in and unload? A hundred percent. Wow. Because when I got there, all the volunteer, all the volunteers in those and the grassroots group go, um, we can't come in because this is blocked off. And I go, um, did anybody ask? You know, and I, I just went and asked them and they're going, they said, we told them what you're doing. Absolutely. Come on in. And then we had to, we came in too far and we had to go around and do it again. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you though, Brandon, according to our producer, Kemp's office weren't quite as friendly in right. receiving those affidavits as maybe the uh, security and police were in allowing uh, the, the Georgia Patriots to bring right. them through. Is there, is there more you want they're, to say about got, that? I will. There's uh, the, the corruption. There's, when you got your governor and your secretary of state, and who knows, we don't even know who is the Georgia attorney general. You never hear about the attorney general in Georgia. Do we know All his name? All stuff that goes on. No, it's crazy. No, nobody knows. It could be a it could be a gal. We don't know. Nobody. They hide. They hide all better than Fox. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you think about that. All the crimes going on in Georgia. You know, at least the Arizona guy gets on there and goes, flips his nunchucks around and goes, "I'm boy, I'm going after him." You know, you sure you are. You better get moving over there because I well. Mm -hmm. Arizona will be decertified by the time that guy does anything. Well, and you have to look at it, too, when we're talking about Fulton County, where we were today, you might, a lot of people ask, well, have you have asked these patriots, have you brought these issues up to the local district attorney? But if you'll keep in mind, the local district attorney is that one who is currently prosecuting or trying to prosecute the former uh, President Donald Trump for the phone call that he had with Secretary of State Brad Roffensperger. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. The, wow. the Fulton County DA is is trying to indict Trump on charges of, uh, I, I can't even remember yeah, what the formal indictment would be because, it's a, it's, you know, people say it's a stretch for right. her to do that. Well, yeah, it's a stretch because that phone call is proves that Brad Rassenberger is a criminal. I mean, to me, it's like the opposite. It's like, remember, they leaked out just a little bit of that to make him look Just find us. He's reading this thing. Find us. Uh, just find us 12,000. We only lost 11,750. He was reading off a list, which, Brandon, you had him on our show. What was it, Brian? Um, uh, tell me a little Brent, more. That The guy that... The guy that had all the evidence from that letter, that, 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 oh, yeah, we had that on, famous phone call. He would, we had on Brian Gills. G-E-E-L-F. Brian Gills. So he had investigated. He investigated all that. He's the one that had those numbers there that he got from the Secretary of State Crooked Brad Rassenberger's office. So that call, it just baffles me on that call. So they leak out a bit of it. Well, then the whole thing got leaked. Once, if you listen to the whole thing, it's over for Brad. The president reads off that list that Brian came on, said that he, you know, 
that he had got those numbers from Brad. You read them off, and you only need 11,730. And what was it, 90-some thousand votes on there listed on that page. might have been by more than 100-some thousand. And Brad says, well, those are the wrong numbers. And, and mm-hmm. he says, well, where's the real numbers? And they, where'd we get these? And he says, we got them from him, sir. We got them from Brad. And they said, well, when are you going to give us the real numbers? Brad, Brad, um, Brandon, yeah. will you tell, um, tell our audience, what did Brian say? Do you remember they said that he flew all the way there, a meeting with Brad then, to get the real numbers? Wasn't that it? That's right. And that meeting never he, – he's still waiting. He's still waiting for that. You know, and and by open. the way, they were using you know, the Secretary of State's own numbers. I think it was like 97,000 was the figure. They were using the governor, the, the Secretary of State's own yeah, numbers. Yeah, ninety-seven thousand. What's that? Right. Yeah. And he says, "Where are the real ones? They they couldn't. They couldn't. The real ones have never have already have never been produced." That he said, "Why? Because the real ones were in Donald Trump's hand." Yeah, and and here's the thing: when we hear the media who still talk about it, because this DA is still trying to make these moves, the call they still characterize it as. Uh, it's summarizing former President Trump saying, just come up with the votes. Just come up with the right, votes yeah, to yeah, overturn yeah, yeah. it. But if you look at the full transcript that comes out, as it often does, several days after the initial story hits, and right. then there's not very much coverage right, right. when you get the full the full version, right. uh, you can see very clearly that uh, Trump says, he says, look, you're giving, there's all these thousands that there was a problem with. Uh, there's the the yeah. margin is only 11,000, so how can you not investigate this right, and not right, look at right. this? And Just find some, find this. I mean, they're all right in front of them. It, you know, you know, what I also was very surprised at it was how detailed uh, former President Trump was with the knowledge of the numbers himself. Because when we got that full transcript, we saw he he listed all the the different numbers and uh, and how, what was problematic about that particular batch of votes. Right, I think yeah. he even mentioned the military votes yeah. in there. That uh, hey, by the way, the military votes. I want to say this, everybody. Let's talk about the military votes. Our investigators. Our people, this is right now. This is within the last three weeks. We have whistleblowers, at least three, in three different states. Now, are you ready for this, Emerald? The military votes that you're just talking mm-hmm. about, we not only have, okay, here they come. One county, and this county is, I believe, in Alabama, Jeff or um, John Merrill. Remember John Merrill, Secretary of State of Alabama, who has no problems, John? Well, guess what? In your state, John, the military vote, we have whistleblowers. Your your state, 100% of the military vote that came over was Biden written on them. All, they were all Biden. We have actually, or they've seen it, they worked inside, inside of the committee where they actually get to see them. All Biden, not 92%, 100%. Now, granted, that particular county was 200 and some came from overseas in that county, but they were all Biden. That's just one county. There's a lot of counties in Alabama. Two other states, same way. That, that's just ones we're finding because we're finding people that are willing to come forward now that have that worked during that. You know, they might have been commissioners, poll, whatever they were, clerks, and they actually seen this stuff as they came over. A lot of states, they were, they, you know, they didn't have to use them probably, but they were their backup. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them, we found boxes that weren't even counted, all by, you know. I mean, you think of this. I mean, they had so they had like overkill everywhere. Yeah. Well, and with the military vote, as we know, it so typically doesn't go. Democrat. It doesn't go at all. It's it, right. So typically, this is like, what? so that that was one of those figures that I remember, particularly out of Georgia, really raising eyebrows and getting people in Georgia right. to look at other areas that right. they then right. started noticing. And, and I want everybody to anomalies. know, right? And how could you accomplish this, everybody? The only way you can is what we're finding canvassing. You know, we're out canvassing. Remember, they just use names. And when we go out canvassing, one of the things we find all the time is we get to houses and they haven't even voted. They said, no, I didn't vote in the election. That's the one that's like, well, you're right here. You voted. No, I didn't. And then they were wondering why they were getting this Democratic mail in the mail. You know what I mean? This new, this new mail. And I mean, they, and so what I'm telling everyone with these machines you know, when we when you had the just like in California when they did the recall, this next election, if these machines are here, it's still around. They don't care. They go in California and the recall. 
I know thousands of people that went in to do that recall. They got there and said, I'm sorry, you already voted. We watched it on CNN go from 300,000 yes to a no for all Newsom. Ding, ding. I know a particular guy that said there was no fraud, and he ran, and he lost. He goes, I think I was cheated, you know. And he was. You know, this stuff is, these machines, all they're doing is pressing a button. So, But the hope is it was great in Georgia to see that it's getting in there. Now everyone says, oh, what's that going to do? What's that going to do? You guys, we already have calls to action for all of you out there. Go to precinctstrategies.com. That's your first thing. Go there. There's 200,000 spots open. It's not like you got to, you're going to have to be there every day, but it's one of the most important things. There are 200,000 Republican spots open. Why? Because they don't want to tell you about them. you you got to get on the ballot. Just go there and learn about it, precinctstrategy.com. And the other thing is get involved. Go to Cause of America right here on Frank's Speech. Go there. Get involved with your local um, uh, grassroots because they're out canvassing. They're getting the counties ready for when we come through and say, you don't want, you don't want, uh, Mr. Commissioner, Mrs. Commissioner, you do not want to use those machines. We want you to use paper because here's what happened in our county. We've canvassed the county and look at this mess. This is disgusting. We know you didn't do it. You didn't, we didn't, you didn't do it. Those machines did it. I would set a good example, Emerald. This guy showed me. He took out his card and he went like this. This is the other day. In the old days, I'd give everybody my number because I didn't have any money on it. But <laughs> this one's been debanked, so no, I had this. That was a different bank. So he put a credit card right there, right? Put the credit card. And he said, all right, everybody watch the card. We're going to have more poll watchers. We're going to have more and more poll watchers, so watch the card. And everyone goes, okay, we just did the whole thing. We did with transactions. And all of a sudden, let's call in and see where we're at. And we, and we all make deposits, right? So we all make deposits by, you know, into this account, right? We all make the deposits, and so we all make equal deposits. Well, then we call the bank to check the balance, and we find out it's a zero balance. What? Are you telling me that someone could have hacked in or did something different with the computer? I mean, you know, it didn't do any good to watch the card or watch the machine. Let's all stare at it. We're going to have more people staring at it. No, it doesn't matter. It's what goes on inside there. you got to get rid of them. And you want to stare at something, you can use the cameras and look at paper ballots being brought in and counted and counted. And you get down to the precinct level where everybody knows everybody. You know, I mean, there was a time. Some things have to be done. It's better to be going. The technology, going back in time where it's made by hand, like my pillow, they have to be made by hand. We can't, a machine cannot do them, you know. No, you have to do them by hand, and uh, not. There's one part that does fake news, so you don't call me out. You know, like like uh, if you're writing your stories on helicopters and pillows flying out with little parachutes on them. Brandon, did we talk about that yet? Yes, we did. Well, I did. I, I talked about it last night on the show and showed uh, the stories and how it that the was Washington so Post, funny. The Washington Post and Daily Base yeah. bees took the bait. No, they all took the bait. The Washington Post took it to another another level. I mean, what, I, I love I love that I love that Mike actually got them to sit and do some physics yesterday. Yeah, I would I would like to have been privy to that <laughs> and witnessed that. That's yeah. probably the most work they'd done in a while. And that's a senior. Is senior? Is, what was his? What's Philip that Blum. Philip Bum. He works and and he. Is a senior, like a senior editor, right? Our senior Yeah, he, he, he's not a junior journalist right. at, at the paper. He, and he's big. The, new, the Washington Post, uh, when you get up to that level, when the Post and CNN, you get up to that level, you're above the Daily Beast garbage people down here. That's, and, where, that's where Zach of the Daily Beast aspires to go. What's that? I said that's probably where Zach of the right, Daily right, Beast aspires to go. Right, right, to get to the Washington yeah. Post, yeah. <laughs> but the Washington Post, so here they do a physics we were going to do this at my pillow. Actually, do a thing of throwing them off the building and see, you know, if, you know, just just for with little parachutes to get a visual. <laughs> well, then we find out that uh, the Washington Post already did a forest. I see had formulas and everything. Apparently, if everybody, if you do get hit by a pillow coming out of a helicopter falling, it falls at 15 miles an hour, according to the Washington Post. 
It does not hurt a bit. You can catch it all nice and fluffy. But based on my history with the post, I would recommend that you check that math yourself. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. And just in case the math that the Washington Post was off, they did put in there in case our, maybe it was a disclaimer for them. They said, well, Mike said he's going to put little parachutes on everyone so you'll be safe anyway i don't know why i even did the math right i mean brandon can you believe this you know how they it's not just take all these outlets take the bait like that and to punk uh the daily beast but you know the bad news is brandon zach won't call me now he he won't call he don't write i think i hurt his feeling oh uh, i think i heard his feeling alan duke alan duke called me he goes you know mike he's just a kid i go well he's got to learn you know that they uh you know, you don't just put hitch out. He shouldn't have called me at 10 o'clock at night and said something so stupid like, Mike, were you in the truck crossing the border? The bo- the truck never tried to cross the border, Zach. Oh, Mike, don't be you so know. sure. He might just show up at one of your events, and yeah, you'll notice yeah. oh, that someone's standing over your shoulder you, yeah. five feet behind you, and then sure you realize it's Zach. Right. I'm That's sure happened we will to see me. him at CPAC, don't you think? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, he did. He did that at the symposium too. He lurked around, and that's why he got himself in trouble. He kept lurking around with the wrong people. There was a few Antifa people and spies around running around there. And old Zach, first day he doesn't wear a mask, and he sticks a mask over his head. Why? Um, what was that for? A show? No, maybe it was hanging around the wrong people. Maybe he's the wrong people. So, but uh, is well, we got, we I got just breaking think about news the, today. The Mike. number of stories that are out there. We got okay, more breaking, breaking news. What? We got more breaking news to, today. Zach, Zach uh, got Zach got Zach got promoted to the Washington Post. <laughs> right? No. Uh, uh, Speaker Voss in Wisconsin, Speaker of the House Voss in Wisconsin, did an interview on WISN today, and he is on audio. I have heard it myself, declaring that it is uh, overturning the 2020 election is impossible and unconstitutional. Well, Robin Voss. I'll tell you what, you are, you are, as far as I'm concerned, you are as much a part of the crime, the biggest crime in history, as everyone that they that did it. You have to be involved in it. You must be like Brad Rassenberg and these others. Robin Voss, if you're, if you're in Wisconsin right now, um, not if you're in Wisconsin, I want everybody, I want everybody watching this show to go down and click on Wisconsin, right here at Frank's speech. Brandon, you can show them where to click. I want you to click on the state. We have all the numbers of all the legislators there, the representatives, and the senators. I, and for sure the senators, you call them up and you say you get on board with Tim Rampin. That's what the people want. Everyone, every single person in the United States needs to call Robin Voss right now and say, and, and, and speak out your mind of what he just said, that it's unconstitutional. I've had lawyers all around the country. It is in our Constitution. You cannot certify. You cannot turn in your electors. That's the legislator's duty. They can pull them down if there was a mistake made. Talk to Pennsylvania. They turned theirs in. They had more votes than voters. They're coming down. Arizona, they're coming down. I'm glad that Robin Voss, he thinks he knows more than the Constitution. If he was so concerned about the Constitution. Two U.S. Supreme Court rulings, two U.S. Supreme Court rulings, one of them being Bush v. Gore that says that the legislatures can pull those back. Right. Well, and and 100% they can. And this is what you all need to email. I want Voss's number up there. You email him and you send him. Who does he think he is that he can control the state of Wisconsin? All of a sudden, now he's worried about the Constitution. Ask him to look up, look and look up the WEC, the Wisconsin Election Committee. Uh, that Wisconsin, the, the WAC, they just—he was probably involved in saying, uh, "We're not going to prosecute them." When the Racine County Sheriff's Department did a five-month investigation and caught all the crimes that were committed in Wisconsin, the crimes in Wisconsin that the legislatures did not put into effect, those are crimes against Wisconsin, crimes against the United States, and crimes against humanity. Wisconsin had more crime committed with Mark Zuckerberg putting all his stuff all around Milwaukee and Green Bay and everyone else that the WEC put in illegally, and Robin Voss has the nerve the speaker of the representatives there in Wisconsin, to say um, you can't pull them down uh, because it's against the Constitution. 
Robin Voss, shame on you. Everyone in Wisconsin, everybody in this country needs to call him and email him now. Let me tell you about Robin Voss, Brandon. Robin Voss, I met Robin Voss. He came to me at one of the rally. It was actually the Alabama rally. He comes up. Yep, yep, boy. I'm out. In fact, he was with Reince Priebus. And Robin Voss, right? Robin Voss is going to go, you know, gave me his number and all this stuff. Yep, you got to be connected to him because he's going to put in charge Gableman, this ex-judge Gableman who I met. And everyone on the, everyone on the ground is going, oh, you know, he's delaying the investigation. I met Judge Gableman, Brandon, and you know what? He won't give up. He keeps going. He goes, I want to audit every single machine in Wisconsin. And you know what? He went after him. And once old Robin Voss realized, uh-oh, he's getting a little close to finding stuff out. What are you hiding, Robin Voss? We're getting, you're getting to the bottom of it, and I got a feeling you're behind this. And by the way, I, the I, speaker... I'm telling you, Brandon, it's the only explanation you can get. Shame on Robin Voss for trying to stop the investigation. And you know what he did? This is what I heard, everybody. Remember when great Tim Rampin, who I endorsed for the Wisconsin governor, Tim Rampin put this up to decertify Wisconsin. Does everybody know what Robin Voss did to him? Tell him, Brandon. They took, he, he took away his staff, who was heavily involved in the investigations, came in and reassigned his staff, and they and, and moved him out of his office. Robin Voss, you're a traitor to the United States of America. You need to be called out. You need to be in prison. You need to be in prison. And by the way, it's disgusting Voss, you would say something like that. He is now saying, Speaker Voss is now reported to be saying as well, that Justice Gableman will turn in his status report on election fraud, the investigation, by the end of the month. So in less than two weeks, uh, Voss is saying that Justice Gableman will be turning in his report on election fraud 2020. Well, Robin Voss, by what you just said, Robin Voss, everyone watching this show, Brandon, find his phone number. There it is. It's right there. Me. If I have his, it is, uh, it, his okay. office number. Put it up. Is, Put up his email. Yep, it's all right there on the screen. 602. Put them both up. 602. You leave them up. You leave them up. Leave them up to the end of the show. <laughs> okay. It's disgusting. <laughs> That's no, six minutes. I'm telling you, this guy, everybody, this guy. And, you know, every single state has a Rusty Bowers down in Arizona. If you're down in Arizona, everybody, you give old Rusty a call and you get and you email him. Um, and there's other ones. Karen Fan, I hope you're on board. We don't know where your status is yet. Karen Fan, you need to get on board and get Arizona. Sign that declaration to decertify Arizona. The people, this is it. This is our country at stake. You're supposed to be uh, representing the people. We already know, obviously, that Rusty Bowers is too far gone. Karen, do the right thing. Get everybody in to get decertified with Arizona. And everybody should know this. When you decertify something, the votes don't go to Donald Trump. This is what everyone needs to realize. You pull down, you decertify the state, and you find out what all these discrepancies. you got to find out. You can't, you can't. You cannot, you have to decertify Arizona. It's listed right there, page by page we went through and by all, the way, of the, all of the crimes that were committed. By the way, I listened to the interview today from 1130, it's 1130 it's, it's a.m. W-I-S-N. I listened to it today, this morning in fact, and uh, Voss says, you know, you'd be crazy to say there wasn't some, you know, some irregularities or election fraud, but he went on to describe why the Democrats won, and he was making the case of what the Republicans have to do to win those Democrats or to win back some of the Republicans, particularly he was talking about some of the Republicans or people who were kind of independent and on both sides and just kind of decide per election, and what they had to do to win them back who were turned off by Donald Trump. So as you listen to Voss, it sounded as though he was actually He's stating that he did not believe that there was enough election fraud, that the reason that, the, that, that, that Trump lost Wisconsin was because of Trump's tweets, etc. So if you listen to the interview, it, that, it left me the impression he does not believe the election was lost in Wisconsin due to fraud. There okay. was some, but let not me, enough. Let me tell you something. Robin Voss, is, he, he, I'll tell you what, he has to be behind this with, in Wisconsin. That is disgusting. Everyone in the United States, because Wisconsin, it affects all of us. 
Robin Voss, he need to he, he should resign tomorrow, demand his resignation. The people are not going to put up with all this garbage about how the Republicans think they're going to come back. Oh yeah, they did this because of this. I got news for you, Robin Voss. The people, when you say this guy can only win this, this or this, the people don't believe well, it anymore. And, it, and I, what I hear from people on the ground is that it, Republicans talking about taking back the House right. in the midterms in 2022. A lot of the people I talk to, they don't. There's not going to be the turnout to win the midterm elections for Republicans, despite what we're seeing with the Biden administration's low polling, the the, the lot of debacles. Because if they don't feel comfortable in election security, they're not going to come out. Right. And I do think that's interesting. I didn't know that about the Wisconsin report, Brandon, uh, coming out soon, Brandon, because uh, I get asked that all the time. After Georgia, Pennsylvania, then I think Wisconsin was the state that yep. people really that but, night, because it was the middle of the night. I had finally right, went right, to bed, yeah. and I woke up an hour later that night, because I was out on the North Lawn right. all day, all night covering it. That Wisconsin was so shocking because it was one of those middle of the night surges. Right, they, they got a hundred and some injected too, a hundred and some thousand votes for right. And let me tell you, in Wisconsin, Emerald, twenty three thousand names voted from one phone number from a prison address. We investigated, my team investigated that. Four thousand of them don't live in Wisconsin. Thousands of them were deceased. These are just names they use, right? But in Wisconsin, everybody, the Racine County Sheriff's Department. Already caught 60,000 votes in question, which the WEC, Wisconsin Election Committee, committed felonies. And so that should be enough right there. Decertify Wisconsin. All the illegal boxes they put in with Suckabuck. And here they they just dropped the felony charges last week. They go, oh, we're not going to press the felony charge. Let me tell you what Dominion did. Dominion came into Wisconsin with that trusted bill. The crooked WEC did the same thing there. They said, go ahead and start deleting the election. Robin Voss put his name up one last time. Rob, everyone in this country needs to call him. We need to help the people in Wisconsin because Wisconsin affects us all. Robin Voss, shame on you. I will never let up. Now, you have just passed Brad Rassenberger for the biggest criminal in the United States, in my eyes, because you got to be hiding something. And there's the music, and that's, that's Mike Lindell right on cue with the music. Emerald, welcome to the team. Thank you for being with us tonight, guys. Thank Get home you. safe. Mike Lindell, Emerald right, Robinson. It's been a fun day. Oh, wow. What'd she, what'd she just say? Oh, it's been a fun day. I yes, said it's it, been a fun day. Yeah, it's I thought been a fun day. Well, yeah, yeah, and just because you hear me yelling, this is just mm -hmm. a thing. Robin Voss, what he's done, we're not going to stand for it anymore, everybody. The guy's a bad, bad, bad man for what he's trying to do to your country. That's the Lindell Report. Mike Lindell, Emerald Robinson reporting from Ohio. I can't Take believe care. that. You're watching Lindell so TV. TV.